Ramble. All right, guys, we are going to talk to you about, well, it's just me. I'm talking to you about Hinge. As you guys know, I love a good dating app. And honest to God, Hinge is the only one that I've ever really, really, really liked. I think it's so great. The guys on there are always so nice. They're really cute. And I've gone on quite a few good Hinge dates recently. So I'm like really amped about it. If you guys don't know what Hinge is, it's basically the dating app that's designed to be deleted. It's basically for people who want to get off dating apps because, after all, that's kind of the point where we're all on there is to find someone and then delete the app. So I love that Hinge knows that, and that's kind of like their whole mantra. It's really great because you can show off your personality with, like, icebreaker prompts. You can ask questions, and it's really cool because they actually do this, like, compatible thing where they match you up with people that they would think you're most compatible with. And I kid you not, every date that I've been on with a compatible person has been like one of the best dates I've ever been on. So it's great. Hinge actually works. They actually set up a date every four seconds. And according to the Hinge community, dates are respectful over 99% of the time. I can tell you, Mine's been 100%. It's been honestly great. And in case you guys didn't know, it's actually the fastest growing dating app in the U.S., which makes total sense to me. So you guys should totally check it out and find out why first dates on Hinge are so great. Be sure to sign up for Hinge at Hinge.co. That's H-I-N-G-E dot C-O. Hello. Oh, my gosh. This is still so crazy every single time. Oh my goodness. I know. This is show number four and I'm still nervous every time. Uh, thank you so much for coming, guys. Hey. This is sadly our last stop for our live shows, but I have a feeling it's going to be a really, 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 really good one. I do. Also, yeah. yes. It's, our, it's my first time in Arizona. Your first time in Arizona? Oh no, I've been here a lot. They're cool. Oh, perfect. Well, <laughs> it's very nice. It's very hot here. Very, very hot. We found that out. Yeah. But, yeah, welcome to our live show. I'm excited. We're so excited. And every single show, we've been starting off with something really fun. Well, every episode, we start off with a game. A game. So we thought we'd play a game. This is one of my favorite games we've been playing. Me too. It's a good one. We should just do this, like, every week now. Every week. Keep going. We really could. We could. We'll we, would, see. we would learn a lot about each other. <laughs> <laughs> we might not be friends by the end of this episode, but... So far, we still are, which is great why we're here. So, one more show. We got this. We have been seeing how well we know each other. And you figure we know each other a lot, right? We basically spend every single day together. Mm-hmm. There's been a few things, mm-hmm. like not knowing each other's like favorite color or like birthday or like little things that don't really matter that much, right? <laughs> It's like small things. We've got these are some good ones though. I feel like we should just jump to them. Let's we have never seen it. these questions. We have not. So every single show we've been changing them up. TK, she's amazing, has been coming up with some questions for us. Um, so we don't know what they are. So you're getting our true live reaction. How well do you know your BFF? Let's go. <laughs> okay. Question number one. What expression slash phrase? Do they say all the time? Ooh. Oh, you always say, which I just figured out literally two days ago. She always goes, here's my issue. (laughs) But like complete silence. We won't be talking. Randomly, she'll just go, here's my issue. And the thing is, is it can either be something really intense and deep, like a serious topic, or it's just like, my hair's not working out today. What do I do? Like, it's, I never know. So I'm always... Well, you, like, have to keep people on their toes so, like, they're, like, jumping to help you in case it's, like, a level 10 when it's really, like, a level 2. Oh, no. I'm always ready. I'm like... I know. You got it. Yeah. Yours is what we talk about. If you listen to the podcast, which hopefully you do if you're here, <laughs> she always goes, do you know what I mean? 
Do you know what I mean? I After like every question, and I didn't even know it till I listened to the podcast, and I was like, oh, she says that a lot. I feel like I need it on merch or something. But you should. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, another one I feel like, <laughs> Sorry. did you even I mean to do that? No. I don't know, honestly. I feel like another one, we use it pretty often. It's like this one that goes content baby content. <gasps> like occasionally. Content, baby, content. Yeah, but you say it like that. You I say love like, saying content, it like that. Baby, content, baby, yeah. content. And like the most annoying way we can. Okay, next um, question. Well, A plus for us. We're still friends. Next one. What is the best time oh, you've ever spent together? I love oh. this. Hmm. Honestly, I was going to say Paris. That was a really fun trip, yeah. We went on that trip. I, that was the first thing that came to my mind. I agree. That was we a, just had so many heart-to-hearts. A bonding trip for us. I think my favorite time with you is... Uh, Coachella. Coachella's fun. I was just going to say any time like, we just are hanging out at like my apartment for the most part and just having like a... We don't even mean to. We mean to just like hang out and have dinner or something and then it ends up like us crying together and just like a good bonding emotional moment. Why do we always cry? It, we cry so much together. I cry anything. It's, it's really so bad. weird. Wait, we cry all the time. I think I've cried in two out of three shows so far. So Ooh, we'll see. Let's go one more time. One let's more time. It. Let's get the Kleenex <laughs> out. Okay. What do they eat? That is weird. Oh, let me tell you. She... I think I talked about this on an episode. She like puts the weirdest food combinations together, but then gets like extra hyped for herself and then like looks at me to like try and hype up with me. And I'm like, no one eats that. Like no one wants to eat that. Who just had almond butter on a cucumber backstage just now? <laughs> that was purely just for experimental purposes. No one was forcing you. <laughs> I said, I said, what did I say? I You're like, like, dare me to do dare this. Dare me to do it. Like, You're like, okay, as it's already like in my mouth. I'm like, dare me. <laughs> mm, I do eat weird stuff. Specifically though, hmm, you like, you just like carrots, which are weird to me. No, carrots are amazing, first of all. It's not a combination. Is that what they said? Oh, just something you eat. Yeah, carrots. <laughs> <laughs> Next question. Where is somewhere, oh, they've been dying to travel to. We've traveled a lot, so we I feel like have. we don't really talk about this. Mm, I think you want to go back to Greece to redeem yourself. Kind of. Right? I loved Greece, but... It wasn't, like, a great time, so it we need to go back and, like, live it up. We were in a good spot then, you yeah. know? It was a little rough... Rough patch. patch. <laughs> rough patch of life. It's normal. Fine. I feel like we just said somewhere that we wanted to I told to you go. my bucket list, where I want to go, and do an activity. Two things... So you've got two choices. We literally talked no, about it last night. No, I know, night. I know, I know. Your brother literally lives there. Oh, Alaska. I want to see the Northern the Lights. The Northern Lights. Or? Or the Great Barrier Reef. Yeah. Good job. Okay. Next question. Favorite hell? Oh, yours is Christmas. Christmas. For sure. When's mine? No? Mm. <laughs> I don't think it's Christmas. Mine? No. Not for a few years. St. Patrick's Day? <laughs> next, next question. Um, what are you most excited for about their future? I love this oh! question. I know what I'm most excited about for me, for you. I can't wait for you to start dating oh. so that I can hear all the drama and stop pulling the weight for the boy drama of this podcast. Yeah, I think she genuinely, like, that would be the best present to you ever. Like, ever. It really would. Which but is weird. That's, that's just for me. For you, I'm excited for you to see yourself how all of us 
like in our friend group sees you. We were talking about, <laughs> we mentioned something like this the other day of how, well, we're going to get deep later. Hold on. Um, okay. So <laughs> thank you. I love that. <laughs> You really um, brushed that one off. I'm all. I'm so excited for your wedding <laughs> because she's so extra more than me, guys. It's gonna be probably two weeks long. <laughs> I was thinking five days, but I'll go for two weeks. It's probably gonna be bigger than the royal wedding. <laughs> ooh, ooh, televised, 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 worldwide, worldwide. Mr. Worldwide, Mr. Worldwide. Okay, next question. True. Best advice that we've ever given each other. I think um, there's been so much, so much. One thing I think was the uh, working out thing for me. That really stuck with me. Um, For a long time, I was working out really hard, I guess, um, for like about a year or so and just like kind of doing it for the wrong reasons where I was doing it to you know, reach a certain goal, to look a certain way, to lose a certain amount of weight and all these sorts of things. And it really messed up my head. And um, I feel like I was kind of reaching this like almost burnout point where like I didn't know how much longer I was going to be able to do it and um, like put myself through that physically and mentally. But then I remember you sat me down one time. I don't even know what caused you to to do this. You just like feel like it was we were just having a chat, yeah. and I was like, oh, my God, thank you. And she was like, um, Ram, I want you to try and, like, work out still. Do it as much as you want, but change your mindset with it and change it to you doing it for you, and whether that's for stress relief, whether it's for you to, you know, for your endorphins to run, whatever it may be, just, like, do it for you and not for any sort of goal or, like, any sort of physical thing. I remember... I asked you, you said you were really upset or something, and I was like, oh, well, you worked out this morning, didn't you, like, run out all your anger, like, punch it out in boxing or something? She was like, wait, no, I I never do that. And I was like, how do you not? Like, whenever I work out, if I'm boxing or something, like, I'm getting all my anger out, and you truly, like, never done that. So for me, that was such a weird concept. Yeah. But it was crazy how that totally... That shifted, that, you said, try it once, and, like, get back to me. I was like, okay, I'm gonna try, whatever. I went and took, like, a spin class, and the last song was, he played Survivor by Destiny's Child. I was hysterically <laughs> crying. I was like, I'm a survivor! <laughs> I remember I walked out of culture, I was like, I did it! But since yeah. then, it's still, it wasn't, like, a, a switch overnight, but it's something I've been trying to train myself more to, to realize that there are other reasons to work out and other reasons to put my actual physical health first. And that's helped my mental health. And I don't know how much longer I would have been able to go with the other mindset and and such an unhealthy mindset. And um, I'm really thankful that you taught me that. And it was, I like that it was kind of unintentional too. It was just like a, hey, Ram, just try this. For me, it's not so much something that you've told me, which you have said it over the course of how long we've been friends, but more watching you. Of For whatever reason in our lives, I feel like there's times you go through something, and then like two months later, I go through the same thing, and I'm so thankful. I don't know how you did it without having someone to look to for that, but you always say how you just can't please everyone, and I feel like that's something. I was able to watch you fully come to that point in your life, and then I was like, oh, now I'm struggling with this. Um, so that's some advice that I feel like has really stuck with me, mm-hmm. just... And it helps, yo. It's hard. It's really hard. It's still hard, but we'll get into that later. But thank you. Thank Thanks. you. <laughs> Next question. What would they do if they won the lottery? Actually, what would you do? <laughs> I know. You're such a giving person. I feel like you would give it all away. 
I mean, you'd keep a little bit. I mean, I go for a little shopping spree. <laughs> shopping. I think you, I feel like we do the similar thing. Mm-hmm. I think that I'd pay off any sort of like debt that anybody yeah. in my family or my friends have. Save some for shopping, mm-hmm. donate some to charity, and then like save a lot of it too. Yeah. For future I feel like we'd family. also buy like our parents a house or something. Oh yeah. That'd I'd buy them like, a mansion. Buy my sister one, buy my parents one, Daisy. buy Chloe one. Daisy's got one, Chloe's got one. Same page. They could be roommates. <laughs> we could do like them in like that neighborhood that like Justin Bieber, Drake, all of them live. Like oh, Chloe, yeah. Daisy, yeah, mom, yeah, dad. Yeah, 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 yeah. Straight up. <laughs> Okay. Oh, that's it. That's Perfect. We're still that friends. was actually the smoothest one we've had so far. Well, it was also more he- heartfelt. That's true. I love that. Oh yeah, my God. before, what was like a really good one? You asked me like something and it was so off and it was just really uncomfortable for everyone. No, yeah, there was some this is good. silences. Okay, well, moving on. We know each other very well. We've learned so much just since October when we launched this podcast, even a few months before that, that was literally six months ago, you guys. Like, I'm not even kidding. I can't imagine doing this podcast at all. Like, I can't imagine not doing it. And yet it's only been six months. Even some of you guys told us how it's such a huge part of your life. And it's like, what did I do before this? No, same here. It's our therapy. This podcast has helped me learn so much about a whole other avenue of social media and just like a whole other platform. I've learned so much about you and you as a person, our friendship, and then ultimately I've learned so much about myself. Same. Like things I didn't even want to know about myself I found out through here because it's just like us talking. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times we just come with like a very rough outline and then we just like sit there and just like for an hour we're just bouncing back and forth and you start just saying things that you didn't even know you felt or were going to say, you had no plans of saying and then you leave and you're like, oh my God, I didn't know I felt that way about anything. And It can put you in a funk all day. Well, yeah, we'll get to it. But I want to kick it off with something that I have learned about you through this podcast. Okay. And I feel like everyone else can agree too. It's that um, you... There's a certain situation that really kicked this off for me, and I had a moment for it. And um, basically, I am the type of person who gets very excited over literally anything. Like, if the sun is shining, I'm like, ah, and I throw, like, a party. I send out evites to everybody. You, you only, like, tell people, and I've realized this, like, you tell me things when you're, like, really, really stoked about stuff, Mm -hmm. but it's, like, so exciting, like a level 10, whereas I'm at, like, a level... 0.02. 0.02. I feel like also I don't act like a 10. If I you downplay I'll, stuff. I downplay Why stuff. do you downplay things? Know. Let's get into it. Let me ask you. Why do you downplay things? <laughs> um, growing up. No, I'm just kidding. I don't, I, don't, I don't know. I just do that. Ashley's similar. So maybe it's just like oh, man. how we are. You got to be the hype man to your own life. I'll I teach know. you that. Okay. But anyways, this like situation came up and I was like, oh my God, this is, she is like this way and I should have recognized it first was I... How do I tell how do I tell this story? She um a year ago at Coachella last year we were just becoming friends. Oh my god. Like really best friends. Can I I'm gonna say it. No, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. And um she had told me that she was like into this guy and nobody knows about this. This is the real tea. She had a crush on someone. And I was like, oh cool. Like normal Tuesday for me. I come to her with a new guy, I swear, every day. It's so bad. Not every day. Like every 
<laughs> yeah, thank you. So she um, came to me about a year ago, was like, I have a crush on this guy, and like, we, were, we were just becoming really good friends. Mm -hmm. And so I was just like, oh my God, yay, like the normal friend thing to do. I think I was like, is he watching your stories? Let's see if he's watching, is he following? Like all the normal girl best friend things. Um, and then like it fizzled out, whatever, no big deal. We don't, we hate him. Anyways, a year <laughs> later, <laughs> I'm at the gym now. This is literally like three weeks ago. I'm at the gym full years past we didn't really talk much about it after either no, yeah. because like we had like a lot of other stuff happen that was like much more much more of a priority and tea. so tea and then um i'm like at the gym working out i'm like you know doing biceps whatever all of a sudden i like realize i like throw these by the weights down and i start like almost crying i'm like on the verge of tears i'm like freaking out i like, can't breathe i'm like oh my god oh my god oh my god and i call or i face i sent her a picture of me crying at the gym in front of everybody i was alone crying in all caps oh my god i'm so sorry i can't believe i did this and she calls she facetimes me she's like what are you talking about i'm literally like at equinox on the verge of tears, on the verge guys. of tears and i go three weeks ago oh my god for a year i like, I'm so sorry. I didn't make it a bigger deal when it should have been. And she's like, what are you talking about? I was like, you liked a guy, and I just brushed it off like it was no big deal. Three weeks ago. <laughs> I am an awful friend because now I know that was such a big deal, and I should have thrown a party for you. I mean... Yeah, I did really like him, and I don't like guys often, but I think, again, through the podcast, like, we realized that Alicia doesn't really, like, date often, talk about that kind of stuff. Are you going to cry right now? I might cry. <laughs> I feel like such a bad But, friend. like, we're FaceTiming, and you're almost crying, and I genuinely was just like, Rem, it's cool. Like, mm. why, are you so why are you sorry? I'm sorry. Not the guy thing. The guy thing doesn't matter at all. It's the fact that, like, something like it was important to you and I just like brushed it off like it wasn't a big deal I or, think it's so funny because that's probably all you would love to have right now I like, know that's it, what I'm saying that'd be my birthday gift that I could ever want but dang that's that's what I've learned about you through the podcast while I'm like sitting there talking about like every detail of my life and you're very like mature <laughs> something I'm trying to work on and like keeping your composure I realize like oh you're very What's the word? We just balance each other. Yeah. And we're reserved, for sure. Reserved is a good one, yeah. Because I'm like, yeah. all the time. Okay, let's go ahead and pause the podcast to talk to you guys about LifeSum. As you guys know, Remy and I are always trying to work out, just live a healthy lifestyle, and LifeSum is actually one of the best ways to help you with that. So if you haven't heard of it, LifeSum is actually an app and it's all nutrition focused and it's awesome because you can log in your meals or your exercise, your water intake. So no matter like what your actual health goal is, whether weight loss, weight gain, healthier eating, like this app helps you so much just because it really puts you in the right mindset. And it's just a good reminder every single time you log in your food to kind of see where you are for the day. It's kind of like having a nutritionist in your pocket, which is like awesome and on the go. It's amazing. There's also food ratings. So depending on your diet, for instance, if you were on a keto diet, if you had bacon, that would have a good rating because that's in the keto diet, where if you were to have a banana, it would actually have a bad rating. So it helps you just stay on your plan and it's so easy. And one of my favorite parts is they have so many um, different recipes that you can try out. I love trying out new recipes, especially because I get tired of having the same food every single day. So definitely try out the app. I would really recommend getting the premium version. That's the one that I have just because there's so much more information and meals that you can try out with that. And it really just helps you on your journey. So be sure to go to www.lifesum.com basic to create an account and get a 30% discount on a 12-month subscription. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. 
by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Something I've learned about you since October-ish, you know when your friend tells you something like, oh, I'm really good at this, and you kind of don't believe them. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I one thing is Rem always came to me and said that she always puts things out there and like is a master manifester, and she'll... Oh, like anything she wants, it just usually happens. She gets what she wants, basically. Positive thoughts, everybody. <laughs> and, you know, me kind of being realistic. It's just like, yeah, sure, whatever, of course. I've been proven wrong, for the most part. Over the months, Remy can... <laughs> she can see a stranger. One of you guys, probably, even. Ooh, <laughs> and be pick. like, I'm going to be their best friend. And at first, I would just be like, okay, cool, yeah, sure, like whatever. I think it's been about four instances now where she's either been someone's really close friend, she um, basically dates a guy, or who knows what else. Um, what else have you manifested? Random stuff. Just such random things. To where now, when she says it, I'm kind of like... It's gonna happen. You gotta speak it into existence, everybody. Well, That's one, what you do. One instance is when you accidentally dated a fitness instructor that you didn't know you were dating, but I had to tell you you were dating. I feel like I've also just, I've, I know you so much better in different ways. Without this podcast, I would not know you. For instance, said instructor, we'll I name him. so bad for him. We should name him. Tom. Someone say Tom. We can name him Tom. Tom. <laughs> this is some, that was something you like wanted though. Because you, you were into him. Let me tell you. Here's the issue. Here's my issue. Here's my issue. Okay. You know when you, like, are kidding about something, and you're just, like, kidding around for, like, a year, just, like, I'm going to date him. He's so hot. This is funny. Like, it's just funny. No one, like, it's not going to actually happen. So you fully convince yourself, like, it's not even slightly plausible. And then it happens, and you don't even know it's happening until you tell your best friend. She's like, you do realize you are dating this guy, right? And you're like, no. I'm not. No, we're just she like, genuinely was like, no, we're buds. I was like, no, you're not buds. He's definitely into you and thinks you're into him. You went on four dates? What? Oh. oh. <laughs> so. Like, like, yeah. let's, just, let's just tell him. We did. I think we talked about this in an episode once, too. We briefly touched on it, but I feel like we should go a little deeper. Tell the full story. Okay. You can. Well, not I'll, the full I'll story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We don't yeah. got time for that. Poor guy. I feel bad for him. <laughs> so, first off, let's think about this all from his perspective. You write his class every day, front row. <laughs> I just like to get my money's worth. <laughs> um, and then at one point, I think I remember a FaceTime from you at the beach. And I'm like, what's up? What are you doing? She goes, oh, yeah, I'm watching Tom surf. 
Oh. That's a normal friend thing to do. I'd watch I you surf if you surfed. Uh, I'd be know. there with the with a sign cheering you on <laughs> on the sand for two hours. <laughs> it's cool, buds, right? Just buds. It's still a bud thing. And then, oh, the the, the romantic hike in Malibu where you met his parents after and went to their house was my favorite. <laughs> buds. We're just buds. Still buds. I met your mom the other night. The, keep in mind, the whole time I'm like, Remy. Oh my God, my stomach hurts. I feel bad. Um, and oh, the dinner. <laughs> the candlelit dinner. The romantic candlelit dinner where he professed his love for me and then I never saw him again. I mean, to... I manifested it, though. I asked you for this. You put it out there. I put it out there. I doubted you. It was truly one of those things that was just like a joke. I was wishful thinking, and then it happened, and then I was like, oh. Until you're sitting there at the dinner, and he literally goes, oh, I'm only into girls. Who ride my class, or I can, what do you say? I can only date girls who ride my class, and I can take to dinners. I don't know, something like that. And it was so spot on to your exact situation. I was like, mm. poor guy. That's when I knew. <laughs> You weren't buds. We weren't buds. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. I still thought we were buds till I told you the next day. I was like, this was like kind of weird. And you were like, <laughs> just kind of. Remy, <laughs> let's really think about this. And, and then I never saw him again. Actually, no, I saw him a couple weeks later and he completely ignored me because I had not. And then you just stopped taking his class. We just, we found a new person. Thank you, But I manifested that. Speaking of manifesting, though, the other day, did everyone listen to the episode where, I think it was our Hinge ad, where I talked about how <laughs> I hate birds. I hate birds. This episode came out on Wednesday morning. Wednesday afternoon, I am walking to another fitness class with a different instructor this time. And I'm walking... And I see this like movement. It's like, I'm like walking past a building and then the building's like 30 feet high up in the air. And then there's like a thing that's attached to the side. So there's like a crack in between the building and like the side thing. And I just see like movement in the crack. And I look up and it is a bird <laughs> stuck in the crack with its wing flapping vigorously for like 10 seconds. And I'm just sitting there going, oh no, 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 no. Like, I did this. I asked for this. <laughs> this morning to the public, I expressed how I think birds are also known as the rats of the sky. <laughs> its wing is flapping, and I'm just watching, like, how do I get it down? What do I do? What do I do? All of a sudden, the speed just slows down, slows down, and comes to an immediate stop. I hope you feel horrible. I feel awful. I sent you a video of me crying. Yeah, she FaceTimes me again, sobbing. I felt so... Bad, because I truly think I manifested that. R.I.P. to the bird. I then had to tell my building to take him out of the crack. And he's gone. I think he's gone now, probably. When we left, he wasn't gone. Anyways, I have a power of manifesting things. I need to be careful what I say. Yeah, that's what, that's I what I'm saying. That's what I Now I'm like, do. don't say that. <laughs> it's a secret magic power. Anyways, those are things that we've learned about each other throughout... Um, something else we've learned just like girl boss moment is I feel like we've really learned a lot about the podcast world. So, well, I think what's crazy is when we, we've been YouTubers for six, 10, yeah. however many years of you. And, um, obviously while doing that and that being our full-time jobs for so many years now, we're so adjusted to mm -hmm. everything that is YouTube and how everything in the YouTube world works, whether from like a brand deal to, you know, comments to any sort of like 
anything like that. So then when we were thrown into this podcast world, we kind of, we were very naive and we uh -huh. kind of assumed that it was going to be exactly the same. And let me tell you, every day of these past six months, we have learned that it is nothing like it whatsoever. It's, there's some things that are very similar and then the rest of it is polar opposite. For instance, our videos, you know, we edit them so much. We normally, I don't know about you, but I feel like I always have over an hour's worth of just raw footage that mm -hmm. I get down to like 10 minutes-ish. That's a lot of editing. But with this podcast, the first episode, we, I remember the first few, we like got it back from the editor because we have someone who edits them and we started editing them, editing them ourselves because we didn't like this um or this space or awkward thinking or us trying to figure out where we were going next. But what's funny is that's what a podcast is is that um thing was so hard for me to it was so hard so and hard. i've had oh my gosh i ramble so much so that was something ramble ramble <laughs> normally we would have cut this in the beginning but i think that's what makes a podcast really cool is hearing the discussion and the conversation so mm -hmm. i think we weren't expecting to show that side of us yeah at all when we started we thought it would be this picture perfect package that we present to everyone yeah. Well, I think that it's become a blessing in disguise because I feel like also being we've we've prided ourselves for so long about being having our main channels, but more so our vlog channels. It's like people get to know the real us. You see the real us. But really, it wasn't. You and it's guys still know the real us. <laughs> exactly. That's the thing. So I think that now I, th I thought that I was putting the real me out for my vlog channel. Same, yeah. And even now after doing this podcast, I'm like, oh, these people don't, they really, people who just watch the vlogs really don't know that much. No, it's I, so skewed. I think for sure, like a thousand percent, people who listen to our podcast can hear different, I said here, not see. You did it, girl. A different side to us that you can't find anywhere else mm -hmm. online, whether it's our YouTube channel, our vlog channel, Twitter, Instagram. It's the, le I don't know, it's weird. What I think it is, is that first of all, we had to give up a lot of control of editing and all those sorts of things. And then also the fact that it is an hour long mm -hmm. and you, we're only there for like we don't cut much so mm -hmm. you really are getting that raw bit and then also the fact that it's us just talking mm -hmm. like this right now versus an out like having like a structured outline or a script or mm -hmm. like this is what I'm gonna do this is what my thumbnail is gonna look like this is like the video ideas the props everything that goes into like a fully produced, produced video yeah. and like very like with a bow and like glitter and transitions and coloring and saturation all these things it's just like us just talking mm -hmm. and we look ugly so many times the one time i got ready i shared those socials <laughs> she had never shared any videos before until that one day i'm gonna start getting ready now but i think that we've learned so much about just like the whole world of podcasting and we've learned so much and like every day we're taking new meetings about like how does this part of the like podcast world work or we even have to like ask our managers constantly who are, our managers haven't really dealt with podcasts either because they've worked with us for youtube mm -hmm. it's always just like I, I like being kind of not a pioneer because podcasts have been around for so long, but at least in the YouTube world. Yeah. One of the first YouTube group, yeah. couple collabs, whatever, to do a podcast because we were also early on YouTubers. Mm -hmm. So we got to see the whole thing shift from just like being a fun thing you do in your room to, oh, this can be a career. And then being kind of earlier on in the stages of podcasting within this world, we get to also be a part of that, like you are learning yeah. as the days go on, which kind of sucks sometimes, but also 
I really like too. No, yeah, it's our baby. It's our baby. It's our little baby. And actually, we weren't even going to call it pretty basic from the get-go. It took us forever to come up with a name. A big question we get is like, what was the name going to be before pretty basic? And or I, other options. Other options, yeah. Which, I wish, I tried so hard to go back. We had a text combo. I literally spent a good two hours I was scrolling. There. Mm-hmm. I just, my finger was freaking numb. I was just like, hey, 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 come on, come on. And I finally, it finally gets to four months back mm-hmm. and then literally the week before we had that combo it just stopped and I was so sad but I do remember um single AF was I, one. I suggested single AF and I thought it was gonna be really funny and like very I great for branding it. she shut me down so fast and was like no we can't put ourselves in a box because when we get boyfriends then it's not if, gonna work I said if six months later we're both still single so it still would have worked I'm just saying well think about how cute our merch would have been but she came up with pretty basic. I remember we both knew too, like mm-hmm. when we thought of the perfect name, whichever one it was, like between us, we both were gonna be like, that's it, like yeah. absolutely. And you texted me, and I remember I got the text, and I immediately was just like, yes, like that's it. And we freaked out. I remember, I remember sending it pretty basic question mark because like, we wanted it short, girly, fun, something that just really encompassed how we're basic. <laughs> True. <laughs> a little self-deprecation. We but love okay. that. Love it's that. Okay. Um, but yeah, and then Pretty Basic was born. I remember when you like said the name too. Like I even imagine like this like logo oh, of like the I juxtaposition between the two. I remember being at my house and we were sitting there with the fonts and we were just trying to figure everything out. And that took th- I think three months before we even launched. And then the countdown too. And then picking out the uh, the song. Oh my God, the song we went was the so hardest. many song I'm options. I'm a perfectionist, you guys. I think Rem, is, you've probably learned that even more through this whole process. I'm like, that's not the right font. Like, it needs to be something somewhat different. It's kind of crazy. The song was a long one. We went through so many, and then finally we both were like... Well, what's funny is we went back to the first one we even liked. Was it this one that was the yes. first one? Yes. I remember we were like, oh, this is cool, but probably not this. And we ended up going back to that. I love that everybody... like. It's iconic now, though. Oh, if anyone uses it in a YouTube video, because it's a royalty-free song, I just, I think of PB. And I, th- I love when I see people comment, oh, like, too. tweets from people yeah. saying, like, oh, my God, I'm, like, at yeah. Macy's, and they're playing yeah, yeah, and, yeah, like, yeah. shopping for a sweater. But, yeah, I think it's cool that we've learned so much about just so much a whole months. other world. A whole other world. Yeah. And then, as we said, most of all, I think that we've learned the most about ourselves mm-hmm. individually as people. And I thought that we should, like, go into that a little bit. Yeah, we each have a list of things. Yeah. Hey guys, it's Remy. So I'm dropping in to talk to you guys about Skillshare. If you guys don't know what Skillshare is, it's an online learning community with thousands of amazing classes covering dozens of creative and entrepreneurial skills. We've talked about it on the podcast before, but you can take a bunch of different classes in things like photography or cooking or calligraphy or basically anything you could even imagine. I love it so much because I am always trying to learn new recipes. I love cooking so much, but I've talked about how I kind of can get into a rut sometimes. So it's great to just like spark up some new inspiration or if I want to learn how to make something kind of more complicated that I wouldn't know how to make on my own. It's great for that. It's also really great because I am always trying to learn new skill sets and just kind of become a more well-rounded person, if that makes any sense. So Skillshare is great for lifelong learning and it just makes everything so much easier. So join the millions of students already learning on Skillshare today with a special offer just for our listeners. Get two months of Skillshare for free. That's right. Skillshare is offering pretty basic listeners two months of unlimited access to thousands of classes for free. To sign up, go to Skillshare.com slash pretty basic. Again, go to Skillshare.com slash pretty basic to start your two months now. That's Skillshare.com slash pretty basic. So. If we all go back to episode one, 
pretty basic episode one. What was it titled? Pretty, this is, this pretty, is pretty basic. basic. Yes. I was so proud of that title. Name. <laughs> um, if you go back, this was October 20 something of 20, 2018. I stated that I am not emotional and I do not cry. And I am like a rock, like the faucet in my head is broken and just like, and there's you no really water. You really prided yourself off that. I would pride, and like even before the podcast though, like that was just me for a very long time of like, I, I'm super strong. I think I kind of resonated the idea of strong with like being emotionless almost. Mm-hmm. Like I, I won't like budge. People can't knock me down. And so I... It's so annoying when I go back and listen to that episode. I'm like, how self-righteous of me and, like, annoying. But I was like, yeah, I don't cry. I'm emotionless. Through this podcast, I realized (laughs) I'm an emotional wreck. We should count how many times we've cried. (laughs) I can't even, even... Not even on the podcast. I cry every day now. Even if I'm happy, even if I'm sad, like, whatever it may be. I just, like... I think through the podcast, I learned that for so long in my life, I used to, yeah, pride myself on thinking that if I don't cry or if I am like you know emotionless that I I'm like not better than someone but just like it wasn't okay to like feel like an ego thing yeah and like I I don't know it was like the weirdest thing where I just like I wouldn't let myself feel anything and I was like it was so strange but through this I've realized that it's okay to feel things Mm -hmm. and it's okay to be vulnerable and my feelings are valid and all these sorts of things because I went through so much where I was like suppressing every everything <laughs> and then finally through this podcast I like had a breakdown and I was like it's okay to open up and by opening up on the podcast and mostly to you it's been and sending it out to everybody else it's I know it's helped a lot of people also realize that it's okay to be open with your emotions it's okay to feel things and if you're sad it's okay and it's not a weakness to feel things. Mm. I think it's actually more of a strength, strength to be able to be open with your feelings and let yourself feel whatever it is that you're feeling because suppressing is not going to get you anywhere. Mm-hmm. But I learned that through just talking to a microphone, talking to you. Thank you. <laughs> wow, wasn't expecting that. Okay, let me get mine out. Ta. This is something I'm still learning for sure, but I think I've made a tremendous amount of growth since we started is learning to not care as much. And I think some people can hear that and take it the wrong way, but from someone like me, I didn't realize until this past year how I valued so many other people's opinions before even myself or me in any way, shape or form to where I was living just for other people in all aspects. And then what's crazy is I had no idea that I would just kind of do that to where it even fall, like flowed through to my channel of this, who, who is Alicia Marie? Who do you guys want me to be as Alicia Marie? They like this content. Maybe I should, I'll do more of that instead of just really focusing on what makes me happy. What do I want to do? Anything like that. I truly, I realize it's so hard for me not to care about what people think of me, but I think I've made strides along the way and I'm trying to learn to just only care about the people that matter. And I think that's something that, looking back, I didn't realize that I lived 25 years just living for other people's approval or opinions or anything like that. So that's what I, I think I that's so normal, though. And it is. Also- I think I'm just kind of on the extreme, where I, I thought I was, I didn't think that was a problem or issue. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, you just like thought that was just how life is. This is how I you just live thought. Life. I thought I was like putting myself first, you know, mm. where until you realize that you aren't, then it like hits you in the face. I think watch just like sitting back and watching you though. A really big thing that I've noticed that you've been doing better at is with your content and how you used to upload videos for other people in a really good way to tell if people are liking your content is through view count. Oh, fully. And you, you, you are, so, I don't think you even realize like how much better you are. That's huge for you. For to someone separate like you. your value from a number, like when your videos used to get say like 10 million views and now you're like struggling to hit like 1 million and not to put your self-worth in that, it's like, or in likes in general, I feel like we can all relate to yeah, when Instagram a photo, likes. Instagram, when you get so many likes, you're like, oh, people like me versus like, no, like your values the same no matter what those likes are. I saw, side note, I saw that Instagram, I don't know if this is true or not, I read an article saying that they might take away the visibility of people's likes on photos. Like, so you can't see how many likes anybody gets, not even yourself. Really? Yeah. I Which, I like that. I think it'd be cool to have that option, because I know on YouTube you have the option to display your subscriber count or not. Mm, I just think that'd be a lot better for everyone's mental health, personally. Yeah. Because it doesn't really matter, but that's just me. That's so interesting. But I'm proud of you. But yeah, we're learning. We love learning. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I think that a big thing, too, is we've talked about this, how like everybody kind of expects us to be experts in a lot of different things, and we are... Let me tell you, I'm not an expert in anything, not even close in any aspect of my life. Mm -hmm. So sometimes there's like this pressure to be quote unquote perfect or sort of things like that. I think like something that I even recognized while doing the meet and greets for this show was meeting so many people who talked about how my fitness journey has inspired, and yours too, going to the nutritionist and like all of our weight loss and stuff like that is like changed people's lives and it's so crazy when you're just making videos about what you're doing and hearing the impact or seeing the impact rather mm -hmm. I've told you how we got back from going to Coachella and all these things and it's been really hard for me to push myself for the first time ever in my like year and a half of doing this like workout stuff it's been hard for me to push myself back to get back into it and I don't know why and um, she's been helping me by trying to give me advice of like kind of how to ease my way back into it but it's so hard to like stand there and be like thank you so much, like, keep going, you've got it, when, like, I don't even want to say that to myself. I think that sometimes it's weird how just being expected to be a role model or an expert at something, you know, we're all human, and there's times where you don't feel like going to the gym, or you don't feel like being your happiest self, like, we're all human, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. so I think that's part of life, of just like, okay, like, we're doing really good right now. I remember even a few months ago, I was saying, wow, like, I'm so happy. Like, this is how it should normally be. I didn't realize how sad I was last year or, like, a few months ago or whatever. And you're like, yeah, but also, like, this is also, like, a part of our life that we're just really happy right now. And, like, maybe something will happen in a few months. And it, it's, like, this is just life and you go through it. And Yeah. Um, yeah. I think my fear with, like, this whole, like, weight loss thing, though. This is, sorry, this is just, like, me going off on a tangent how I've been feeling. No. I've never told anyone. I told you it's our therapy. <laughs> it really is. It's very cathartic. I feel like... I'm scared because if I fall off, I fall, I've never made this much progress and fallen off before because I've never made this much progress before in my life, but my fear is like falling off and then what if I can't get back up again? And then all these people have like expectations on me and like put me on a pedestal in their brain and then I can't be that for them anymore. A few things. <laughs> One you're putting your whole journey only to be a role model for them, not because you want to do it, not because it's what makes you happy, not because you feel good. 
And then second, we all know you're a master manifester and you put your mind to anything <laughs> that it'll happen. <laughs> but truly, like, I was even telling you this last night in the hotel room, how if you want to do something, like, I know that you'll be able to do it. So I don't even think the whole falling off, like, I get why it's scary because I feel like I even have had thoughts like that too, but I'm not even worried about that for you, like, at all. Thank you. So I hope you can see that. Oh. Well, thank you. Sorry, I didn't mean to go off on that tangent, but that's how I've been feeling, and I just haven't really said much. But another thing <laughs> that um, I didn't realize throughout this podcast was I think how, I guess this segues perfectly, how emotionally taxing it can be. Oh like, God. even right now, I'm, like, sick to my stomach because I just literally talked about things that I wasn't even, I don't even know if I was ready to talk about that stuff yet. No, well, I've done a few other tours before, and they were more, like, comedy sketch type things and we did 30 shows and those were exhausting but these four live shows have been more emotionally exhausting because we're talking about real stuff mm -hmm. and I think that's also something that w I would agree we didn't realize how we literally thought we would just come we would talk a little bit like it'd girl chat boy we'd drama have, yeah whatever we'd leave it'd be great yeah well I think I realized this very early on I didn't I I felt it early on. I didn't realize it till about episode 10 or so when um, basically we'll go record. And episode one was really fun because it was just like very lighthearted and whatever. Episode two was another fun episode. It was the content baby content episode, mm -hmm. which was so funny and like such a hilarious thing. And it was really fun to record. But then actually after leaving that recording for like a week, I was in like a total slump. I was feeling really sad and I couldn't really figure out why. But we kept recording and like it was fun. Then it was launch week and then like all these fun mm -hmm. things that kind of kept me distracted. And then after the um, 2018 wrap up episode, when we really reflected on like everything that happened in both of our like hardest years so far, um, that's when I, I was in a slump again for another week and I was like, why am I feeling this way? And I realized sometimes it's like it's it's hard because we go into record thinking we're not even knowing what we're gonna say i just had a moment <laughs> share it i think that's why a lot of people don't want to let themselves feel things because it's so much easier to just forget about it but think of like how strong you have to be to be able to recognize how you feel let yourself feel that and, and then, then learn it. from it and then share it all, like that's crazy. I think it's ex it's exhausting. That's why I'm so tired when I leave. <laughs> but it's it's like uh, sometimes I feel like it's I go in to talk. Even the content baby content, I felt really sad because even though it was like a stupid story with a stupid boy that I could not care less about, it still did hurt my feelings at some point. Yeah. Oh my god. And he wasn't very nice to me for a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. And so I like completely got over it. It wasn't a big deal. But just thinking about how someone treated me in not the best way made me feel sad made me feel sad that someone could treat anybody like that made me feel sad for myself made me feel sad for him because I also didn't want to make him sad because I wasn't trying to be mean to him it was just like a lot like so many different like avenues just like pain and sadness and hurt and disappointment I was and scared add laughter and fear it's comical and like I was trying to laugh it off when like it is funny but at the same time it was like Shoot, like, I don't want to make him upset. Now I'm sad because I'm feeling this, like, hurt again in, like, a different way now. But I've realized, you know, from that in the 2018 episode, like, opening up about so much stuff that had happened to us that I thought I had gotten over. Sometimes it's, like, 
like content maybe content I was fully over because I never even got it in the first place to get over it but there's a lot of stuff in 2018 that happened that I thought I was good mm -hmm. I thought I had gotten past it I thought I talked it out I thought that I cried it out thought that I depressed it out and then talking about it was like whoa that was just a scab that I just picked and now I'm like gushing blood everywhere and yeah. then I was sad for actually longer than a week I sat for a long time after that episode oh yeah and I feel like you felt the same way too oh definitely there's been there's been too many times where we go in and then afterwards we're just emotionally drained. Mm -hmm. But then also on the whole other side and flip side of that, like we actually, this is fun. We were talking about this after our meet and greet today and we were saying how these four shows have been so different than any other meetups we've ever done in our lives. And we were kind of at first confused because we're like, wait, we've, we've done countless meetups before. Like what is it about Pretty Basic that makes this one different. And I think a huge part of it is us sharing things and you guys coming to us and sharing your stories or how things that we've said have shared and impacted you guys. Like it brings us to tears, honestly, because whew, I'm gonna cry. Whoop, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> the I knew it was starting. coming. They're starting. <laughs> Three out of four shows, it's fine. Um, we never. We truly, and don't take this the wrong way, we wanted to help people with this podcast, but we really thought it was just going to be a fun podcast and it was just going to be a lighthearted whatever thing. So seeing you guys face to face and hearing all your stories, like that's what has impacted us so much. And honestly, after this meetup, even during it, we would look at each other and just say like, wow. Every time someone walked by, we're like, what? Like we're so like, genuinely why? confused like, how all the time. Get, yeah. I think something something cool that happened recently too was our agent texted us, what was this, like a week, two ago maybe? Um, a whole rundown of every oh, yeah. episode that we've oh, released. Yeah. And I think we only have like 25 to the date or so. And um, like the list of downloads and like how many, the, the, a number and it kind of like. we normally don't see that, just maybe every so often our team will like send us like, hey, like here's updated numbers. So it's not like, we're YouTube, we have our analytics, we can go in at any time mm -hmm. we want to see stuff. So with the podcast, we're kind of more. I think that's it. the craziest thing. That's a big thing, too, is that we don't realize the impact with it because we don't see numbers. We don't yeah. see downloads. We don't see comments. There are really, like, there's, there's, no, there's like, the reviews, but mm -hmm. we, those are kind of hard to read. Where it's so different from YouTube. Exactly, and we're not used to it. So for us, it's kind of just like we go into the recording studio, we record, we leave. Wednesday rolls around, we see your tweets, we see your, like, pictures and your edits, and we're like, yay! But, like, we don't really see, like, get to hear much. Mm -hmm. Seeing it face-to-face -face is really cool. And um, our agent sent us a list and like it had in an order of the top downloads to the least amount of downloads for the episodes and we genuinely don't care about how many downloads happen for every episode trust me but the top downloaded episode which had over a million was um the one about toxic friendships and dating it was the big sis episode and like the big sis we thing called it that. and um that one was the hardest for us to put out i think i expressed how like I don't really struggle too much with anxiety, but for like three days, I could not sleep up until that episode because I was so scared to be so vulnerable with so many people. I was scared of the backlash that it was going to have with the people that I talked about and all these sorts of things. But um, I called her crying because apparently now I'm a wreck. <laughs> and I called her FaceTime, I FaceTime her crying. And I was crying not because it was the most popular, but I was so happy that the one that was A, the hardest for us to make and B, the one that we went through the most to make and went through like a lot of shitty times to make that episode was the one that reached the most people. That's why I thought it was the coolest thing and we didn't mean for, for that to happen. 
I feel like we probably didn't even push that. No. I was like, no one listened to this. Anybody in my life that was my past life, please don't listen to this. I'm not talking about you. Like, I didn't promote it at all. So the fact that that one yeah. really resonated with people, or hopefully at least resonated with the most amount of people. Well, I remember driving cool. when you FaceTimed me because I had just gotten the numbers too. And then you started crying, and then I started crying. We were just, it was so funny. But what's funny is we weren't, we weren't sure which episode that was. We had to go back and re-listen and be like, wait, wait, is, is that the episode we talked about this? Like, what is it? So then when we went back and we realized it was that big sis episode that was hard to record, it was such a weird moment for us. Yeah. I think it was a blessing, for sure. I think there's a reason that was the most downloaded one for sure and then also I feel like the whole topic of toxic friendships that's definitely like the biggest question we get for sure just like a topic wise is like talk about toxic friendships and things like that and what I love is that I've gone through so many toxic friendships you've gone through some everybody has but it's something that can leave you feeling so isolated and alone and you feel like you're the only one who's dealing with it or they kind of like make you feel like you're crazy or like make you feel bad about certain things the idea, this is a whole conversation I know we've touched on, but why is it so bad? Look, like, what, why is there this stigma that when you lose a friend, there's something wrong with you? Where, like, friendship breakups, and that's such a huge normal part of life. Mm-hmm. Not only just breakups, but also just, like, drifting. Mm-hmm. Where we've talked about this so much, where that happens to probably everyone at some point in your life, yet it's, no one really talks about it. Mm-hmm. Because there's this idea of like, oh, what if I'm the toxic one? Mm-hmm. And I think that's why a lot of people are interested in it because it's something that everyone can relate to. Yeah. Well, I think it's cool that, especially in the meet and greets and things and like in comments and messages, especially like DMs and things, we've gotten so many like, I, I'm dealing with the exact same thing and listening to, listening to you guys talk about it makes me feel like I'm not alone. Mm-hmm. And for times where I felt so alone going through it and felt like I'm the crazy one and sometimes maybe I am. You know, it's it's nice knowing that you're you have someone else who's kind of relating to it. Or I'm sorry to like reiterate, but that you're not alone when in something that can feel so isolating. Oh my god, completely. Hey guys, Alicia here, and I just wanted to take a second to talk to you about you guessed it, third love. I talk about this all the time because I'm genuinely so obsessed with it. You guys, this company is amazing. Bra shopping can just be so hard sometimes because you have to get measured and then you don't know what size you are and then you hope that that's right and then you have to try on a million different bras and it can just get so exhausting. But their love is amazing because they actually have an online fit finder so you can just take this quiz. It's so easy and simple and surprisingly, it actually will find the perfect bra for you and your size. And they have over 70 different sizes including half sizes, which is really, really awesome. I'm a half size. I talk about it every time. And over 12 million women have taken the quiz to date. And it's so fun, like I said. And this is what I think the best part is. There is a 100% fit guarantee. So every single customer has 60 days to not only wear it, you can also wash it, put it completely to the test. And if you still don't love it within 60 days, you can just return it and Third Love will actually wash it and donate it to a woman in need. So I think that's amazing. And Third Love knows that there's a perfect bra for everyone. So right now they're offering our listeners 15% off your very first order. Go to thirdlove.com slash basic now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash basic for 15% off today. Have you realized anything else? Um, A huge thing that I realized since October is we kind of touched on it earlier but the whole idea of not being able to edit this podcast I think has helped me a lot in my YouTube life Um, even when it comes to coming up with video ideas or when it comes to editing and 
before I used to, you can go back and watch some of my old videos. You can see how much I would edit out my personality mm. because I was like embarrassed of my personality. I truly thought I was boring to where I would try to make this super entertaining video that's five minute song and I'm like, oh my gosh, what's up? Where I'm not like that. Anyone who listens to this podcast knows I'm not like that. <laughs> I have moments where I'm like that, but overall I am more reserved. I am more just chill. So I've learned that it's okay to not have crazy editing and I'm enough without that. And that I don't need to be Alicia Marie and I can just be Alicia or Loesch or Lita or me, you know what I mean? And honestly, a few years ago, this is so embarrassing. Please, if you're a YouTuber, just skip this whole three years of my life and learn from this. I would truly go shopping and buy what Alicia Marie would wear. Like before, I would never wear these shoes because I'm like, oh, they're black. It doesn't match my Instagram feed. That's so embarrassing. Like, honestly, that's horrible because I, n I always had such a white, bright neon feed to where I truly, again, I was living that who's Alicia Marie, like almost like the character. And that's like sick. That's just like... And what's crazy about YouTube is there's this fine line of you're yourself, but also it's like this show. So it's just this weird line where if I was an actress and I actually was playing a character, it'd kind of be a little easier to mm -hmm. distinguish. distinguish between the two. So there was a solid like three years where I feel like I was really just trying to be a character and then it ended up screwing me over because I didn't even know who I was and then I had a quarter life crisis and then I was just like I don't even know who I am and I t was burnt out and I took a break and the next thing I know I'm just like why am I doing this I don't even know who I am I don't even know what content I'm uploading I'm uploading videos just for views which like that's nothing so it all hit me at once I wish I kind of learned that a little earlier I was gonna say though it like all this kind of happened to you at a very pivotal just like time period of your life too mm -hmm. like early 20s as it is so mm -hmm. I feel like we could just blame it on that yeah let's we'll just blame that. it on oh that it's okay <laughs> but I think that giving up like having Kevin our editor love Kevin. like having Kevin edit this mm -hmm. and seeing people like love you for you and because this is just you I think that is awesome oh no like truly it's because of the podcast. I was going to say, I don't know what we would have done without the podcast. I would have been suppressing all my feelings still on you. Yeah, you wouldn't be crying at all. I'd be I would faucet still broken. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah that's what you said. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Dang. So, but that's huge. And in six months to do that. I know. I feel like we big. deserve a, an award or something. I know. I'll make, you, <laughs> I'll make you a trophy. You know I will. It'll be at your door. The last thing I think that we recognized or kind of realized through the podcast was more less of like something that we learned and more something we were just like really really hoping for something we manifested rather was um we started getting really close about a year and a half ago or so ish mm. um and we I feel like we always knew each other like in the industry and like we were always like buds and like hey girl what's up hey and like walk away but finally we became really close we kind of we connected and we we're like wait we're like we're really similar, yeah. but very different, mm -hmm. but very similar. And, um, you know, we started seeing that. We started hanging out a lot and got really close. And I think that you were there for me in a time when I really needed you. I was there for you in a time when you needed me. And I think, like, it was just perfect timing. And so we started hanging out a lot. And then our agent, we'd go to dinner with our agent. And we'd just sit there and, like, blah, 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 all the time. Until finally we, like, left dinner one night. And he was like, oh, my God, like, this needs to be a thing, like the world needs to see this. And so obviously then, and even like our friends at that time in the beginning, like they're like, wait, how'd you guys get so close so fast? But then they'd hang out with us and be like, oh, 
makes total sense now. But once we started doing the podcast and like planning, like a lot of planning went into this, like months and months and months of like name, legality things, all that sort of stuff. We started hanging out even more than before and seeing each other like every day and working on like projects and assets and like how are we going to do this countdown and all these sorts of things. And um, I, we started getting a lot of hate. Mm-hmm. And we've never really talked about this. We got so much hate on our friendship of um, people thinking that, like, just strangers, essentially, and even fan pages and people being like, why are they friends? Like, what the heck? Like, what are they, like, what is happening? Like, this is not okay. And that was so hard for me. I can only speak for myself, but that was hard for me because in a world where YouTube is such a weird world, it could be so catty, it's really hard to find friends and people who aren't trying to, like, be competitive with you Mm -hmm. and then on top of that like dealing with a lot of personal things and feeling alone in that way when I finally found someone who I was like my little shining star like we match perfectly like we have so many things like personally that we can connect on um I just felt like it was so right like two puzzle pieces coming together and so then to have people like bringing us down and making like hate edits of me and like saying really mean things about me being like a social climber and like chasing clout and all these things when like really I was just so like blessed and thankful that I finally found like my missing piece that was really hard for me and I remember I'd like call you crying I'd call my mom crying because I just like didn't understand how people like couldn't see it Mm -hmm. yet but we also hadn't really put ourselves out there for people to see it yet so um I remember you would always just be like don't worry don't worry like the podcast like it's gonna come out it's gonna come out people are gonna see it they're finally gonna like get it and then it'll stop so I remember just being like okay like we start the countdown 10 days till the podcast people are finally gonna like hear this connection like people are gonna see like we're, like, really good friends, and we are good for each other. And, like, it was, like, not bring us down anymore. I was just, like, wishful thinking for 10 days. And then we do the whole countdown, podcast comes out, and then it switched from, oh, my God, you guys are, like, awful. Like, why are you, like, friends? Like, why is Remy, like, social climbing to this is it? This is what you were hyping up? Like, this is it? Are you kidding me? Like, this is, oh, so big, like big deal. people don't expect, or do, they don't think that we see that stuff. Yeah, we see, we see everything, everyone. <laughs> so, to go from that to that, then I was, like, distraught, because then I was like, oh, my God, I'm not good enough. Like, there's literally nothing I can do that is good enough that's going to please these people. But then, from that thought, I also realized, like, yeah, there's nothing I can do that's going to please everyone. And that's what I, like, that's try to I tell people now. And then I also dealt with that on a whole other scale, which I've talked about before on my channel and on the podcast of, like, before in my old, I don't want to say body because it's the same body, but before I went on this whole health journey, I would always get comments from people saying, like, lose weight, you're fat, you're obese, all these, like, awful comments about my appearance to the point where, like, it made me really sad and essentially kind of like hate myself. Then from that, finally after like years of that, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna change my life, but I'm gonna do it for me, not for these people. Went through the whole health thing, did it, so proud of myself, like I, I did it, I did it, like are you proud of me yet, people? And then all the comments switched to like a whole other slew of things I didn't even know people were like, could hate on me for when I haven't even, I haven't done anything to these people. And that's when I truly had this moment of like, I can't please anyone, or everyone rather, because they're always gonna find something to hate on. Like I can fully like do what you tell me to do, change everything about me like you wanted me to, and then they're just like, okay, and then they find something new to hate on. No, oh my God, Which literally. sucks, it sucks, but in a job 
that in a job like what we do, you have to have that mentality. You have to know that. And like, I'm not like this every single day. Trust me, there are days where I call you crying because <laughs> some comment really hurt my feelings. But for the most part, like I had to go through that to learn this. And the podcast has helped me realize that a lot too. And now I feel like people truly get to see our friendship. And oh my God, yeah. The edits now, the same people that were hating on me before, let me tell you, I keep track of the names. And I'm like, oh my God, Ram, love you, love you and love, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm, I Tell me that back in October. But <laughs> that's how I feel. I love that. Do you have any feelings too, or is that just me? No, I, I agree. <laughs> but that's how I, that's what I learned from you, what I said earlier in this, was that you not caring and you learning that you can't please everyone, like that's a huge inspiration to me because I feel like you kind of finished that cycle when I started really struggling with that. And Oh, my God. But I love that. I love that people love the podcast and that they see our friendship and that we can help inspire people and um it's crazy it's cool that we don't have to have all the answers and that we don't have to be the gurus yeah because a few years ago when we did youtube when there was a big time when we were beauty gurus which is the best at everything we're here to teach and it's cool that we can just sit down and record something and say how we're feeling and not not have all the answers and not be enough yeah for sure I like that it's kind of an open conversation we can like totally in one episode leave it fully open and then like 10 episodes down be like all right so back on that one topic yeah, no, I love I think that. I figured I it that. out yeah oh and then God. that might be completely wrong we pick it up again 15 episodes down but I love that people are growing just like they kind of like grew up with this on YouTube now mm-hmm. they're kind of growing with us as people with yeah. the podcast oh my but. god yeah uh yeah, so those are some few things that we've learned, a few things we've learned throughout these six months. So give us, give us another six, <laughs> no, and then literally. we'll come back next year, and we'll touch on it oh again. Oh, my God, literally. But, um, uh, well, thank you, guys. But we've been ending every show with a little Q&A, if you saw that we tweeted out. So maybe we can get a question up for on For, like, the... a very deep, like, sad talk, we'll, we'll, we'll pick it up again. We'll yeah, end on a happy we won't note. Leave Sorry, yeah. I got emotional. Okay, <laughs> questions. If you could meet anyone famous, who would it be? Ooh, I think Chrissy Teigen, whom I love. I love her. Honestly, I really like Mindy Kaling a lot, too, because I think she's super intelligent and also a really cool activist. And also, I've been really into Lauv, the musician. She's been obsessed. I've been obsessed. I found out yesterday he has a girlfriend, and I'm not kidding, for two hours, I was, like, actually really sad because somehow in my brain, I convinced myself it was going to happen. Also, that he, like, knows who you are, obviously. <laughs> he, he tweeted me the other day. It's fine. Did but... he really? Yeah. You didn't tell me that. He did. Anyway. Oh, my God. So those are my top three. It's moving really fast. He gave me a blue heart. Remember oh I ran screaming to you? No, I don't remember that at all. Anyways, who's yours? Oh, shoot. Um, I would love... I feel like I'd, I'd... I would actually really like to meet Ariana. Mm, yeah. 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 I did a good... Yeah. Yeah. yeah she's her. cool. No, she's so I cool. love her. Oh, my God. Is that yours? Um, ooh, her... Uh, freaking um, Jim Parsons from... Big Bang Theory. Mm. Sheldon. I love Have you him. never met him? I've never met him. Oh. I would cry. I he would looks really nice. cry. Oh, he's, oh, I love him. That's it. I like that we went for three and three. Okay. Next up. What's the craziest <laughs> thing that's ever happened to you because of being YouTubers? I actually had this happen two days ago. What? At one of the shows. This was crazy. Are we talking about the meet and greet? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys, I had a fan come up. She comes straight up to me. She's so cute, and she goes, hi, like, I'm pregnant, and I wanted to name my baby after you. 
I was like, I didn't know how to react. And she was like, but my husband said no. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> cool. She, so she cool. was like, but I'm trying for the middle name. And I was like, okay. Like, that's crazy. That'd be huge. I have people named dogs. I've never had a baby yet. A baby. I, Your I just, baby. I mean, you have a cute name. It was, I was just, I didn't know. I was, I'm still shook. I love that. She'd be so cute. Um, <laughs> craziest thing. Oh my God, yeah. Just like any big, like I got to work with Nike. Yeah, that's a really big thing for Nike. me. When you work with like Nike, I've gotten to work with Nike, like Gillette, like, you contacts. Only... I wear contacts every day. Oh my like, God, yeah. Oh my God, they know who I am. Like, I love your product. I need you to exactly. see. Like, that's so cool. That's crazy. That's crazy. I think that's when you think about it. We like, were both on Disney Channel too. Oh my God, Disney that was Channel. Was a, that was a what, were you, what were you on for Disney Oh my yeah. God, you were like Alicia Marie. I, was I see me. why you wouldn't why you'd mix the two when you're playing yourself on TV. I was in a Dove Cameron music video. I'll show Same. you what a girl is. <laughs> Fun fact about that, they like sent me the song. They're like, please know this. Or it was like a very long email. I was just getting into YouTube, drove out from the Dirty Riv, who said our side, all the way out there. And I remember they were like, oh, can you like, here's like your wardrobe. It was like one of my first shoots ever. They're like wardrobe, like parking. Here's like set list. Here's call it's sheet. Intimidating. And then also um, the song, like I'll, I'll attach the song. I was like, yeah, totally. And I like didn't realize that he attached the MP3. So I didn't think about it. So I showed up to this like music video shoot. Didn't, had never heard the song before. Please go watch the music video right now or after the show. Watch me go watermelon, watermelon, water. <laughs> the whole time, because growing yeah. up as a competitive dancer, they're like, if you don't know the words, just say watermelon. 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 So they cut yeah. it up. My face is not matching the song at all. I've never said that. That's so embarrassing. Okay, next That's up. That's so funny. From Hannah, um, how to shoot your shot without looking dumb. That's good. Oh, ho, ho, ho. How do you shoot your shot without looking dumb? You gotta own it. Guys, I just told Rim a story about my brother and how he like got his wife now. Yeah. Not even kidding. So smooth. It's so like crazy. I'm not gonna go, I'll say it in an episode later because it's so yeah, good. yeah, yeah. It's a He'll good love one. that. But long story short, you just gotta own it, which I need that advice. <laughs> yeah. All she does but, is we'll go out and she's just like, I'm like, oh my God, did you see that cute guy? She's like, what cute guy? Like looking straight at her feet. Yeah, I'm like, literally. Oh, he's not gonna be down there. I know. Six feet or above. I, I know. <laughs> I think, yeah, fake it till you make it. That's a good fake one. Fake it till you make it. Uh, what's the most valuable thing you've both learned from doing YouTube? Ooh. Okay, this is something that I've learned, and I, I, I'm actually proud of myself that I learned this earlier on because I think it's something that a lot of people struggle with, is that money doesn't equal happiness. Fame doesn't equal happiness. Mm. The whole game of like Hollywood and stuff like if you just try to do that like that will not make you happy and I'm really thankful that I I was able to kind of figure that out before I tried to climb that huge mountain and fall tremendously mm -hmm. um so I think that's something very valuable that I learned I think YouTube. for me personally through YouTube I learned um a really good work ethic mm. I think because it's hard when you start when you're 18 and then it turns into a full-blown career and you have employees An LLC. and a team <laughs> yeah and you become incorporated at 21 years old like it's no one teaches you any of this stuff yeah. and also being a youtuber it's crazy because you no one makes a schedule for you like you don't have a time to clock in you don't have you know certain things you like you you make every schedule for yourself mm -hmm. and you have deadlines to meet, and then from those deadlines you have to work backwards of like okay well how much do I need to get done and like how many days do I have to get this done and, and like, separating personal and business is so well hard. that's why it's really hard to do the to do both so I think um 
on my own, I learned a really good time, I think time management too. Yeah, you're really There's good a lot at that. of things to, you know, I, I usually, that's how I do it. I don't know about other people, but I get a deadline. I always like ask for like, what is the hard date, hard yeah. time? From there I work backwards of like, with a bumper of like extra time that I might need, how do I get this done? Otherwise, I would miss my deadlines and like, that's not acceptable. Oh my God, and, but yeah. I taught that all on my own. Mm -hmm. I learned that on my own, so. Love Shout that. out YouTube for that. When guys buy you drinks, do you drink that? <laughs> <laughs> well, no one really buys me any drinks. Oh, that's here's, no. Here's, no. <laughs> here's the thing. Not an issue. Here's the thing. This is what I've learned. If you go out on a date and a guy offers to buy you a drink, I have now done this twice. It has worked twice and I am still kicking and living right now. You, like, an honest, I talked about this in, I think, episode three. Like, I, I went to a date and the guy had bought me a drink before I got there. And sketch. it which no no it was like it was nice but it and it was polite sketch. but it but in like you actually do have to be careful oh, because you don't yeah. know so when I got there and he had the drink ready I said I need you to take three very large sips right now so I know you're not trying to hurt me beforehand for real and like he's like oh no like I get it and then I watched him drink three sips my mom was very proud when I told her this after <laughs> and Zeus. I was good and it was totally fine like he ended up being totally normal and then I want to date like a, a week ago, and the same thing happened. I was, and I did the same thing. Like, and I think that's like the best way to do it. Low and key, there's little thing. What is it? There's like there's like nail polish that you can dip in and make sure. Do, we should make PB ones. <gasps> oh my god, cute! Amazing. I Brilliant. think it's smart. Yeah, I mean, best case, like he can pay for it, but like be there at the bar and like watch Get the it bartender. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's what I've been doing lately. What is the funniest inside joke you have with Alicia? We do each other, but yeah, we have so many inside jokes. I think, not an inside joke, rather, but it's something that you, like, learn more about us. Well, I, we can revert it back to this episode. I have learned about you. I don't know where you're going. And with myself, is I feel like us as a duo, since we're, like, always attached to the hip and go everywhere, we're, like, known now for, like, two peas in a pod. Yeah. And so I think people, when they see us, distinguish me as being, like, the crazy one and, like, the bitchy one sometimes. And then you're, like, the really, like, calm, reserved one. You guys, sometimes she says stuff that I wouldn't even say, and I'm like, oh, my God. Don't out me. I know. I love it, though. I love it. And, like, I feel like that is something that people, like. The sassy Lita comes it's out. Sassy. We've talked about and it. And sometimes I'm just, like, sitting there, and, like, I have nothing to say. The, and Pika I, the Pikachu meme? The Pikachu. Yeah, the Pikachu where it's like, oh, that's me, like, so many times. But I love it because that's, like, your true self sometimes. But, like, our friends, even, like, in our friend group, we'll all be together, and, like, I feel like even to them we're, like, a duo. Yeah. And people, like, put us in, like, these boxes. But I like that we, like, break out of them yeah. sometimes. Yeah, that's not my inside joke, but that's an answer. You like all my, like, you can see all my body movements. I do this, like, <laughs> when we're recording, too. What is your favorite quality in a person? You're both amazing. Thanks, Andrea. Thank you. In a person or in each other? Just like in a person in, a person, in general? Yeah. You have to make me laugh. Are we talking about dating? You have to make me laugh. You're not talking about dating. I was talking about dating. <laughs> but you don't date. Oh, I'm talking about dating in general. Okay. Way to rub it in, Rem. <laughs> I'm never going to date. Or if I do, I'm not going to tell you. Yes. Oh my god, imagine if I literally was like, oh, I have a secret, and was just like, yeah, I actually went on like four dates. It's like, you would do that week. too. Again, to the overhyping, the underhyping thing. Real reaction. I track her, it's okay, I'll know. She does. Love fine, my friend. You, you want to look for humor? In, in a, yeah, I'm just like, I don't, I don't need someone who's just like stiff and like boring. I need someone who can make me laugh. I think, I'm not going to talk about dating. I talk, uh, just in a friendship, I really appreciate someone who is very loyal. 
Ooh, yeah. Very like ride or die because I think that's kind of hard to come by. And um, someone who will stick up for you and have your back yeah. always. That Ooh, is like when a, you're not there. Ex- yeah. yeah. When you're not there. And let me tell you, if someone is like t- saying things about other people to you, I can guarantee you they're saying that probably same stuff to other people behind your back. And I've learned that the hard way. Yeah. So I learned to kick that out. Okay. All-time favorite Ariana Grande song, How to Become More Productive When You Don't Feel Like It. Ooh, good question. Favorite Ariana song. That's really hard because there's a lot. What was the one that was, I was singing during the meetup? Uh, best Mistake. Mm. I like um, Break Your Heart Right Back featuring Childish Gambino and Thank You Next. And How to Become More Productive When You Don't Feel Like It. Find a friend who will push help you. you, push you. Planner. We love planners. <laughs> I love planning. I think when I don't want to be productive... I think I, sometimes I let myself just like be lazy because mm-hmm. I think you really need that. But there are a lot of times, actually in a vlog that I have coming out in a couple of days, I talked about it, how like sometimes you just really have to just push yourself mm-hmm. and like make the time for it. I am a really intense planner. So if I like put something in my planner, like I just, I have to get it done. Yeah. If I wrote it down, it's happening. Sometimes again, I let myself not do it if I really don't want to. But if I wrote it down, I think having that mentality, if you write things down, you're like, well, I mean, I could, but I couldn't. That already is kind of going into it not fully. So I think that if you go in with the mentality of like, I wrote it down, I'm going to do it. It gets the job done a lot more than not. Yeah. I think this is the last one. Did you get more confidence from YouTube or were you always pretty confident? Love you, Remy and Alicia. Love you too. I like the way you spell Lauren. That's cute. I was so, I'm still shy, but I was so shy growing up. I had like, I feel like I had, on a scale of one to 10, my confidence was like a two. Really? That low? Yeah, it was pretty wow. low. It was like really low. And even through YouTube, like it was still really low. But it's helped me so much. Like even coming up on stage and stuff, ask my younger self, I would have never dreamed of that. Of being up here? Yeah, just like being in front of people. Even, like, sometimes I shock myself if there's an event and, like, my networking skills have gotten so good, too. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. dang, you did that. Mm -hmm. Like, you just met the CEO of, like, someone huge up there in Disney. I remember that was one one time. And I was like, I'm talking to this person. I love Disney. I fangirl all the time. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, yo, I literally met, like, the top guy at Disney. Mm -hmm. Like, that's crazy. And I kept my cool. Like, that's, that's insane. That's huge. So I think the confidence it really comes from has fully come from YouTube. Yeah, I think I actually, believe it or not, also grew up very shy. And I feel like YouTube YouTube helped me because I was able to fake it more so, like becoming a personality and doing panels and things and like forcing, if not me, my manager forcing me to get up there and talk to, pe- talk to people about things. Um, but I still get really nervous. I think that I realized that also my almost like my portfolio has given me a sense of confidence of like, well, I've done this, 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 this. Like, yeah, maybe I didn't want to at the time. Maybe it was like pulling teeth trying to get me up on that stage. But like, I did it. Mm -hmm. That to me gives me a newfound sense of confidence. But also like, there are times when I'm still really nervous. Like even um, the first show when we were in LA, (laughs) we were getting our hair done and we were like about to go up on stage and getting like touch-ups. And my friend Timmy was talking to me and he was like sitting like where you are and I was sitting here getting my hair done. And she was just like touching up. We were going on in like five minutes. I don't know a single word Timmy was saying. All in my head was, I was just thinking to myself, don't throw up on him. He's wearing a really nice shirt. Don't throw up on him, Remy. You can hold it in. Hold it in, girl. You're fine. You're fine. Because I was so terrified. Like I genuinely was going to throw up on Timmy. Because it was like, I was that scared. Poor Timmy. 
Poor Timmy. I held it in, though. And I made it out. And then since then, it's gotten progressively easier. But then, like, now that this is done, I'm going to add this to my portfolio. Next time I get nervous going up on stage, I'm like, girl, you did four shows, and you're okay. You did four meet and greets. You're okay. And um, I definitely developed all of this from the personality and, like, person that I have become slash kind of set up for myself on YouTube. Oh, for sure. Dang. Well, thank you guys for staying. Thank you. Thank you for coming. Sorry we got it deep for a so little bit. Much. Um, <laughs> thank you. We love you. Bye. Best.